What is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. We're super excited to get started. And with me, once again, I got Josh Petit with me. Josh, how's it going? I am back. You guys could not get rid of me. I'm here. Things are good. Yeah, let's get after it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So today, what we're going to be talking about is singleness. We're starting this series called Hashtag Relationship Goals. And what better way to start it off? Because I feel like in the church, a lot of people talk about you know relationships, like the end goal is marriage. There's a big emphasis on getting married. But... We don't really talk about singleness. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, isn't isn't like not being single the goal? Like you know, like this is why I went to at least why I went to young adults ministry starting out was I just wanted to find a way not to be single anymore. Yeah, you got to uh, get booed up. Yeah, that's you got to make it happen. Uh, no, I mean that's obviously not the goal, uh, but that's uh, was my mindset when I was going in. Yeah, and I can imagine there's a lot of young adults that have that same mindset. You know, what are the intentions that you're you're trying to find this community? And I think there's a really cool opportunity to talk about singleness because I feel like there's a lot of people who are in that season right now. So to kind of get started off, uh, would you say that singleness is a gift? Yeah, uh, I definitely would. It's kind of (laughs) like, it's the gift that nobody wants. So it's it's like, I'm thinking about like wedding presents. Like one of the gifts that we received was like um, these, these white plates and like, you know, you need them but you don't want, like, you don't want to, like, that's not what I want for a gift. Like, I want something really, really dope. Like, um, I, I, I don't know, like a, a backpack or, or whatever I really want in that moment or a basketball. Uh, but we needed those plates. And like, we use those plates really more than anything else that we ever received. And so just thinking about singleness, it's not, it's not something people normally want, like sitting in singleness, being single, um, doesn't feel like a gift. It feels like plates, but at the same time, um, there's a goal to it. Like there's a function to it. There's a reality to the goal of singleness is not to not be single anymore. Uh, the goal of single singleness really needs to be for me. The gift was setting my priorities on the Lord uh, because the reality is, and I've said this before, if my wife met me when I wanted her to meet me, she would have hated me. Like, like I was, I was, I wasn't a good dude. Like I wasn't, I wasn't walking closely with Jesus and she wanted a guy that was going to shepherd her heart and a guy that was going to walk beside her and pursue Jesus and pursue her. And I, I wasn't equipped or able to do that when I initially wanted to. And it wasn't until really, I, I, I kind of took a step back and it took a lot of like Jesus really opening my eyes to saying, Hey, you know, Hey, there's, there's a goal to this singleness thing. Like, and it's not to, to find the girl. The initial goal for me was setting my eyes on the Lord and really figuring out what his call for my life was and what it looked like to have an abiding relationship with him, what that actually meant. Yeah. And so that's not a, not a principle that is just like a Josh thing, but the Apostle Paul did talk about that in the Bible. Um, do you know the scripture that I'm talking about? Yeah, I, I think if, if I'm thinking the same thing as you, it's, it's one of the few times Paul's like, hey, uh, I, I, this isn't even actually from the Lord. He was like, this is my opinion. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. Hey, don't, don't get married. Like, don't, don't even worry about that. Don't focus on it. And then he's like, Hey, but if you do, and this is a biblical principle, 
he's like, hey, if you do decide that, like, hey, I need to be married, like, I've got that passion on my heart, that's fine. Uh, but make sure that, like, pursuit of the Lord comes first. Yeah, I think it's cool that he talks about that because there's not a, there's no talk in the Bible about dating. And so a lot of it is just principles that God has, God has laid before us that we can take and use, say, in dating relationships, but in the Bible talking about singleness and Paul saying, you know, I wish everyone were as I, where he's not married, so they can focus on the Lord. But Paul also understanding that not everybody's going to do that. And so talking about singleness, um, how do I know if I'm a young adult and I'm single right now and we know singleness is a gift, how do I know if I have the gift of singleness or if that's my gift? Well, I, I think step one is you, you're single. <laughs> like, like, Check. Like, I mean, if you are single, that is that is a gift that the Lord has given you. That's yeah. a fact. That's where you, whether you per- perceive it and choose to view it as a gift, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But it is a gift from the Lord if that's where you are. I mean, the real question there, other than like the benefits, and we kind of already kind of addressed some of that, uh, the question is, if you're in a relationship, are you actually called to be single? And and again, that, that all ties back to your priorities. And it's easy to say, mm-hmm. hey, you know what? I'm putting God first, but are you actually? Yeah. And the way to measure that, at least for me, a, a really good measuring stick is if I if I look at my bank statement and I look at my schedule, does it reflect that Jesus is first in my life? Uh, and, that, and that doesn't mean that like, hey, I, I don't go to Starbucks or that doesn't mean that I don't buy my wife flowers. In fact, when I buy my wife flowers, usually that's a reflection of my relationship with Jesus. Yeah. But what it also means is, am I spending all my time and am I spending all my money on myself? Because then, then singleness uh, is probably where I need to be. Yeah. Um, not because I need to continue focusing on myself, but because there is a relational issue with me and Jesus that I need to work out because I don't want, uh, like I am wherever I go. Yeah. And I don't want to bring that version of me, which, which I am fully capable of doing. Like I'm a hot mess. You know this, Brian, like you know this about me. <laughs> And I don't want to bring that version of me into my marriage, which is ultimately mm-hmm. the goal of dating. Yeah. Is to get into, like, it's not to, to serial date. It's not to, like, just have a ton of fun. Like, that's not the purpose of it. Um, again, that's that's where I, I know I'm called to singleness is if I don't actually understand the goal. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I think it's about me. Then there's a relational issue between me and Jesus that I need to say, hey, I need to take a step back, even though it's cliche, right? Like, I need to work on myself. Like, that's yeah. the big cop out. Yeah. Uh, breakup, but but it's a reality of like, hey, Jesus and I are not well. Why would I want to bring that unhealth? Why would I want to bring somebody else into that? It's kind of like it, it's the idea of like I want to have a really big party. I want to figure out how I can have more people, but my house is trashed from the party the night before. It's like why would I? I got to clean up my stuff first. Like I had to clean up. Like nobody wants to come into this. When they step into it, they might be excited, and then they yeah. see it, and they're like, "Oh, this dude is not well." Yeah. And if they're okay with where I am, then they're probably not well too. Yeah. And they are called to single. Like it's, it's a whole thing, but really, um, short answer to what was just very long. Yeah. Is. I need to make sure Jesus is my number one. And if he's not, then singleness is 100% where I need to be uh, because like, like, I really want to be a guy that is worthy. Um, for me, I want to be a guy that's worthy to the bride that, that God has set out for me. Yeah, uh, And that takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it took a ton of patience because I wanted to get married as soon as I graduated high school. And I was like, I just can't wait to meet her. Yeah. And it's like, praise God that he didn't let him, her meet me then. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. And I like how you're talking about, you know, 
it's it's still about relationship. You know, it's not about relationship with another person, but ultimately it's about the relationship with God and having that priority um, when it comes to the relationships with other people and specifically singleness. So talking about that, knowing that some people are in a state of singleness right now, how do you know then that you are ready to go on to the next step? Like maybe you're talking to a guy or you're talking to a girl and you really want to move it to that next step. How do you know when you're ready to do that? Yeah, I like that question uh, for, for a number of reasons. One, uh, I know that I'm ready when it's not my first question, right? Like my first yeah. question is in the morning, like, hey, Jesus, how are we doing? Uh, because it's different every day, at least mm-hmm. for me. Like I'm not always doing great with Jesus. Like yeah. we have conflict too. I'm usually the the problem in the conflict, <laughs> yeah. but like we have things that we have to work out. And so the, the question first has to be, and then it's like, hey, am I ready? That, that's awesome. I think that a great measuring stick for that. And this is why we believe so much in discipling relationships. At least one of the reasons is seeking outside counsel. Because I I don't know what I don't know. Like I was even talking to you earlier about like those who wander in the dark, don't see what they stumble upon. Yeah. Uh, and so like, like I don't know some of the things that are tripping me up. Uh, I, I've had so many conversations with people over relationships, over calls to ministry, over all these things where they're like, hey, this is something that I, that I feel like I'm being led to do. And it's like, hey, yeah, maybe in the future, but you're not there yet. Like, that's not the wise choice for you right now. There are things that you need to sort out on your end so that when you are called into that season, that you are prepared and equipped and ready for the battle that will ensue. And really, I, I think that's the big piece for us is like, do we have, one of the reasons I love the bridge so much is just y- y'all's heart for for discipleship, even as you start out, because that's how mm-hmm. like, Setting culture there is just such a win. Um, being able to have that culture of, hey, we're going to be in discipling relationships so I can ask people and have those conversations about, hey, where do you see that I am? Yeah. Where do you, like, like where am I spiritually? Where, where do I need to be? Like, wh- what is that? Because if I'm a spiritual infant mm-hmm. and I'm called to lead my significant other, where am I going to lead them to? Yeah. Infancy at best. Or they're going to be trying to pull me along. And like, I, that's not my role yeah. in a relationship. Like, is that something that has happened before? Absolutely. Are there times where my wife carries the load and like really like lifts me a hundred percent? She's the strongest person I know. But mm-hmm. um, I also have a responsibility to make sure that I'm doing and who, uh, that I am who I am called to be in that relationship yeah. so that it's not just an unequally yoked relationship where, where she's dragging me along. Yeah. And I think that's the measuring stick for me, though. And just to jump back to it is if we are seeking wise counsel, there are people and wise counsel, not your best friend, not yeah. not, not, not not just the homies yeah. that are that yeah. are there that are going to be able to like just because so, so often it's so easy to just like ask people who are going to give me the answer I want. Mm-hmm. And I would rather have relationships with people, godly people who are pursuing the Lord mm-hmm. that are going to give me the hard truth. Like it's like Proverbs talks about like a, a wound from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And so just thinking about how if I have a friend who's willing to give me the hard truth, even though it's not what I want, that yeah. is so much better and so much um, better for me in mm-hmm. shepherding me um, than anyone just kind of nodding along and going with it. And especially yeah. when we talk about bringing somebody else into that relationship, it's so important for me to have wise people, um, not just the, the close people that give me what I want. Yeah. And I, I feel that because knowing my experience when I was single, you know, before I got married, 
it's having that outside perspective is huge. Knowing that me, I, I have a skewed perspective of the whole thing. Like I want to get into a relationship for selfish reasons. And so if I have someone who's outside of it saying like, Hey, maybe you're not ready to go into this relationship. You should maybe check yourself with God first. Like that's more important. And having that perspective is huge knowing that I have ulterior motives in it. So I appreciate you saying that. Um, so do you have like an encouragement for people maybe who are single right now, they're looking to get into a relationship. What's something that you would say to them? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, you're where God's called you to be. Mm. And if you're not, because there's also reality where we can live in rebellion. So I don't want to just give you a blanket statement and be like, hey, no, no matter who you are, where you are, you're where, no, no, no. Yeah. Um, like if you are single, like I believe that if you are abiding in your singleness, you are exactly where God calls you to be. Mm. Uh, and if you are in rebellion, which listen, like that, that's something that I've done. Like I, I've lived years in rebellion, whether it's forcing a relationship or choosing not to prioritize my relationship with Jesus. Well, this is a reset moment uh, because clinging on to the relationship that I'm in can be just as unhealthy as trying to have an exit strategy for my singleness. And I need to make sure that the priority shifts in, in and the, the whole point of this conversation, I think, is centered around the idea that, hey, singleness, like embrace that time. Mm. Because singleness is a time where Paul talks about it in the, in the verse you were talking about. Like you don't have the distractions, not that relationship is a distraction, but it mm -hmm. is, it, it can pull us away from from looking straight at the Lord. Like yeah. I'm really having him be the number one. And you add a kid into that, which I know we're not talking about yet. But yeah. like, yeah, like all of that's a magnifying glass onto um, onto just like who I am and and some of my sin nature as well. And if I am not sorting that out with Jesus now in my singleness, then I'm absolutely not going to do that in my dating relationship. And, and resetting that with somebody else is so much harder yeah. than setting the foundation on your end, finding somebody who is equally yoked, who has set the foundation on their end and coming together on the same mission and the same purpose that you can be partners in the mission that Jesus has given you. And that's the real win. And that's my favorite thing that I get to do with my bride is like when Jenny and I get to partner together in, in ministry, which we just did for one of our discipleship uh, trainings. We're going to Costa yeah. Rica in, in a couple weeks together uh, on mission. And like, that's one of my favorite things that I get to do. And I would miss, I would have fully missed out on that if I didn't first figure out what it looked like to pursue Jesus and to love him and to be loved by him and then figure out how that translates into a relationship down the road. Yeah. Well, I just, I love your wisdom and you being married for, for such a long time and having more life experience than I, I really enjoy and appreciate your time sitting down talking about these things that matter to young adults because it really does have implications on the things and the future that God has for us. So Josh, thank you again for sitting down. I appreciate your time. We'll catch you next week. See you guys. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com.